From Destroy the Hairdresser, I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher, and you're listening to Bleached. Okay, we're back. We're back in New York. We're not in a studio. We're on our floor again. I know. It's like we upgraded to be in a studio and do our podcast recording. We're like, we're going to be in a studio for the rest of the year. And with our special guest and the timing, it just made more sense to be back on the floor. Home on the floor. (laughs) So we have our special guest, Josh Groban. (laughs) (laughs) Joshua Robbins is with us again. Hi, everybody. And he is here to tell us more about astrology, about money, about this year, about how each sign deals with money. Everything's about money. If you guys remember his last, uh, the last time he came to visit us and the last episode, it kind of blew up. And um, we, that was one of my favorite episodes. We talked so much. Everybody loved it. We got so many people emailing, DMing um, about everything that you talked about. So it was only natural we had to bring you back this year and for season two. And um, I'm you excited. Helped, you helped so many people yes. in our program. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 been really great. I, I love hearing the positive feedback. Um, uh, I've worked with, um, gosh, I think over twenty um, of your students. So since your last program. year, over twenty of our students have got yeah. uh, received reading. Yeah, readings and specifically you. also your your coaches, um, three of your uh, junior coaches. Um, I love it. With. It's exciting, and I think that we. I don't think we knew what was going to happen when we had you on. We we're like, it's going to be interesting. People are going to like it. Yeah, I, think, I think it was a test for you guys. Do yeah, because like, we've, we've brought other guests on that weren't hairstylists, and it, it was they did well. We brought a photographer once. You know, we we've done different things, so we like to switch it up um, for education purposes. But we were like, we've never had a guest do. twice, so you're our first yeah. returning oh, right. guest. Hey. Which I I feel like this is going to be like a yearly trend. I like know? it. So, well, right. what did you? I know you had some stuff planned for us. So, what did you? I know it's, I'm just excited to hear about money. Yeah, I thought. I thought. Tell us, we're going to make a lot of money this year. Well, we we've already been making a lot of money. <laughs> that, well, hopefully, um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I thought. I thought the the topic of money and abundance would would be a good topic because I mean, who who doesn't like money? Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm a follower. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured. I, I mean, I guess a good place for us to start is just to to understand the general. I guess spiritual principles surrounding money. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, look at money in, in different ways, but you know, money is just energy. Um, it's energy, raw energy that gives you the ability to make your dreams come true. Um, you know, how do you guys conceptualize money for, for your students? Cause I think we deal with a lot of helping. I think a lot of it's helping people understand what their fear of money is, how their fears are blocking them from making it and using it. And helping them create new belief systems around money. But we do teach that money is a result of your consciousness. If you, you know, there are people that have a fear of money, so, and they wonder why they can't make any, mm-hmm. right? There are some people that have, um, you know, they grew up maybe in a, in a low-income family, so their belief is that they can only make a certain amount, or they only need to make a certain amount for themselves, for themselves to be happy. It's just getting people out of that, but I think you're going to give us something a little bit deeper. Which well, it's interesting you say that because um, I, I wanted to give just a little kind of astrological overview of um, specifically in the U.S. Um, how the economy has been and 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 what astrology has to say about that. But um, you know, whenever you want to understand the economics of a particular country, you look at the chart of when either the, the independence day of that country or when that country was founded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for the U S you know, our independence day is July 4th, 1776. And so, um, we're a cancer country where, <laughs> you know, we have our son in cancer. Um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're a cancer country. Um, the U.S. has its ascendant, if anybody knows what that is, its rising sign in Sagittarius and, and its moon in Aquarius. And what we do as astrologers, if we want to understand the uh, economics, is we look at what current planetary, they're called transits, how where the planets are today are interacting with where they were uh, in the chart when that country was founded. And so it's interesting that you brought that up. David, about uh, fear, because, uh, you know, Jupiter uh, is typically considered 
the planet of abundance. Um, it's the planet that brings growth. It's the planet that brings expansion. And uh, from November of last year up until till now and up until uh, the early December of this year, he's been in the sign of Scorpio. And um, that has a lot to do with facing fear. Um, a lot of our fears have been magnified. We've had to do a lot of confronting with our fears. And, uh, in America or all over? That's, that's all over. Okay. Now, specifically in the U.S., uh, the sun is in Cancer, which is a water sign, and Jupiter is in Scorpio, which is a water sign. And so uh, there's a positive aspect between those two planets. It's called a trine basically means that there's free-flowing, harmonious energy between where Jupiter is now and where the sun was when the country was founded. And so what it really indicates is that we've been in a period of intelligent investments, and those intelligent investments yielding positive results within our economy. Um, you know, we, we see, you know, the job market is very good. Um, you know, there's there's more jobs than there are workers. Um but specifically, you know, this concept of Jupiter and Scorpio, what it says is that if we've taken personal action to invest our own energy, uh, in other words, we have really committed ourselves. We, we haven't allowed ourselves to become paralyzed by fear, and we've just gone forward and really pushed ourselves with passion, with strength. It means we're starting to see or we've already been seeing results. Um, this sort of intense commitment to these passions and facing fears, that's really what's connected us to these opportunities to make more money. That's exciting. So people that have like gone out on their own, opened their own businesses, kind of people that have taken risks are seeing results now. <clears throat> yeah, and follow, and follow their so heart. this is a really. time to take a risk. This is, this is a good time if you're gonna, to... If you've been like stopping yourself from making a decision or putting it off, maybe we should do it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we're actually we're actually And this in an, ends next year. In, so Jupiter is going to leave Scorpio in November. Okay. I'm sorry, in December of this year, and then he will enter into Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Now, the the cool thing about Jupiter and Scorpio is that it's just brought us all these opportunities where we could face these fears, we could um, really push beyond what we thought we were capable of, of growing. Really going growing beyond fear is what Jupiter and Scorpio has been all about. Uh, Scorpio is also the sign of investing money, mm-hmm. um, joint resources, joint finances. So people who really push themselves beyond that point um, to to you know either make an intelligent investment, go with their passion. That's where mm-hmm. they've seen growth. If you haven't, if you you know sort of been a little bit more you know on the fearful side, um, there's going to be a Venus retrograde this year from August. I'm sorry, from October fifth. People love a good retrograde. Uh, who doesn't love <laughs> a good retrograde? <laughs> Literally every planet this year has been retrograde. Wow. Yeah, every single planet this year. So and retrograde, just for people that don't know, it means the planet is spinning so fast that it appears that it's going backwards? But retrograde motion is an optical illusion okay. that, from our perspective here on Earth, it looks as though the planet is moving backwards through the zodiac. Mm-hmm. It's not really doing that, um, but it, to make a long story short, it just looks like it's moving backwards. But it's not. But it's not really, no. Obviously, planets don't move backwards. They right. continually, you know, form the sun. When a planet moves into retrograde, what does that mean? So it can mean a few different things. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on the planet. Mm-hmm. And it usually means that, uh, specifically, we'll talk about Venus. Mm-hmm. Okay, Venus retrograde, well, this retrograde, is going to be in Scorpio, just where Jupiter has been. And so uh, if you have not taken the opportunities that have come your way, to face your fear, to follow your passion, to really dig deep and push beyond what you think you can do, the Venus retrograde will give you a second chance. Yes. It'll give you a second chance to go back to to say, you'll see, you'll see that you'll see the opportunities coming back. You'll say, oh, I, I you know, maybe I pushed this away. I said no to that because I was too afraid, and it'll come back. If it comes back, you really, really need to consider doing it yeah. and going for it and not being afraid of it. Because it's going to be, she's going to sort of pick up where Jupiter left off. Um, and Venus is the planet of money. Venus specifically is the planet of money. Jupiter is the planet of growth and expansion and, and you know, going beyond our limits. But Venus has everything to do with money. Um, and so uh, 
we'll get another chance. We'll get another chance to push ourselves beyond our limits. We'll get another chance to face our fears. Um, and the great thing about Jupiter and Venus transits is that in astrology, they're called benefics, meaning that whatever they do, whatever they touch, they end up bringing out a positive result. And so uh, if you see something come to you that makes you fearful, but you know that it's something you need to get to do, these transits indicate that if you do it, you're going to have success. Good things are going to come from it, right? And, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's good to have, um, you know, uh, a guide or, you know, your students are very lucky that they have you guys to, to push and to guide them and to help them see, okay, you know, what's a real fear? What's a, you know, what's an ego-based fear or yeah. what's a, you know, what's a fear that's something that really you could, you know, you should maybe stay away from? We say all the time how important it is for, we have our, our own coach um, as well and if we didn't have her to push us, like, ugh. It's nearly impossible to do it by yourself. It is. Yeah. And yeah, so is. we love being able to offer that to our students as well. And, um, and I think astrology gives them, gives us that map to really be like, okay, yes, we're do, we're pushing you, but, like, let's look at really what is beneficial here. Right. So, you know, so that's, so Venus retrograde will give us a second chance. And, again, that's from October 5th to November 15th. Now, on November 9th, Jupiter is going to leave Scorpio, and he's going to enter into Sagittarius. Okay, this is going to indicate even stronger expansion in the U.S. economy, but it can eventually lead to overconfidence and a lack of practical planning. Um, you know, overexpansion can lead to excessive faith that the growth is going to continue and, you know, it's just going to keep going on an upswing, but... Currently, right now, we also have Saturn, who just entered Capricorn. And Saturn changes signs every three years, give or take. And so, with Saturn and Capricorn, basically what that means is that you will not get results from efforts that you don't take seriously and that you don't give 100% of your energy, devotion, and commitment. Um, Saturn and Capricorn is saying you have a duty, you have a responsibility, you need to fulfill it. If you fulfill it, what you've worked for and it has been earned, then you will achieve it. Mm-hmm. So uh, with the overexpansiveness of Jupiter and Sagittarius, be careful that when things start to get good that you don't say, oh, it's going to be good forever. You know, Maybe I can go buy this thing, this car. Maybe I can go <laughs> buy this house that I've been looking to buy when really you should maybe consider reinvesting it, mm-hmm. right? So if you're, if, you have a, if you're a salon owner, you know, and you're, you're on a big upswing, you've got clients coming in, you're making a lot of money, consider reinvesting that money back into the business instead of, you know, writing yourself a bigger paycheck or yeah. throwing out a whole bunch of bonuses. Right. Um, you know, while it's obviously it's good that we treat ourselves well and, you know, we enjoy the fruits of our labor, what's going to happen... <clears throat> is that once, um, once Jupiter leaves Sagittarius at the end of 2019, he will join Saturn in Capricorn. Now, Jupiter is a planet of expansion, and Saturn is a sign of limitation and contraction. So when you put the planet of expansion in a sign of limitation and contraction, it indicates that the growth and expansion is going to slow down, and things are going to pull back. So whatever money you're making right now, reinvest it, save it, don't go out and blow it, okay? Because the upswing is not going to last. I'm not saying the market's going to crash, okay? But obviously markets go through cycles, okay? So we're on an upswing, and it's going to go up a little bit more. But make sure that whatever money you're making now, you're reinvesting it. You're reinvesting it for long term. The key right now is that even though things look good, you need to always be thinking long term. Okay, yeah. that's that is the that's the that's the long and short of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And so, you know, I think I we that, can though. see. You know, I mean, I, I, I've, I've watched you guys grow so much just over over the uh, the last year, and so you know, and I've seen a lot of my friends also. Um, their businesses have grown, and so you know. Your business has grown. My business has grown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My business has grown as well. Thank goodness. But we have to be smart. But we have to be smart. We have to look further down the line because right now, Saturn and Capricorn is not 
permitting irresponsible money management. Um, and so, like, if you are a frivolous spender, this is the time to rein it in. Maybe this start is budgeting. Absolutely, the time to start. rein it in. Yep. So, if you know, find yourself somebody who can help you with that mm-hmm. if it's hard for you. Um, and so, you know, on that note, I thought it would be neat to kind of maybe go through each sign. Love that life. And Everyone's waiting. I feel bad for the signs that are at the last of the list, you mean Pisces. Like mine? And you know, well, mine's first, so you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's funny, yours is first, mine's in the middle, and yeah, it's a perfect end. balance. But I'm I, like, maybe Pisces don't care about that, but like as an Aries, I save the best for. Last. I would be super. I'd be like, oh, get to me already. That's probably why. That's why it they're is first. first. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You know, it's funny. That's. I mean, that's exactly it. Aries is the first sign in the zodiac, so it's. It believes it's the first. It believes yeah. it's the first, right? Hmm. Um, Weird. <laughs> really. So, so, you know, so let's can... talk about Sid as Aries and her money. So let's go through. Well, let's go works. through the order of the zodiac. So we'll start with the first sign, Aries. Hey. Um, so Aries, you're, you can be an impulsive spender and a risk taker, you, but you do have an entrepreneurial mindset, um, and you are absolutely fearless to try new things. Um, because of that, your money can burn up quickly, uh, due to a lack of planning and impulsive spending. Um, and you do tend to spend more on experiences rather than property. Um, you have incredible intuitive inclination that can lead you to investing in the right projects if you manage to restrict your impulsivity, right? Um, you are generous with people. You don't mind spending your money on people. Um, but just beware that, you know, sometimes you might be spending your money to get acknowledgement from somebody or to get a pat on the back from somebody. Right, so there's agenda behind it. There's agenda behind it, mm-hmm. right? Aries want to be acknowledged. Aries want to be told that they've done a, done a good job. And so when they, when they, you know, spend their money on somebody or something, um, sometimes it's for the sake of getting that acknowledgement. Yeah. So beware They're buying of that. Cred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for Aries, focus on saving, uh, build your long term sight, and let go of that impulsiveness. And the short term, yeah, and really start to invest in a savings account, mm-hmm. long term planning. Work with a financial planner, somebody who can help show you. Because with Aries, Aries likes to skip the process. Aries likes to go from A to Z. Yeah. Okay, so we've well, talked about Aries. We've had enough of you, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna get. <laughs> Sid was like, "Wait, there was more <laughs> under Aries." <laughs> I think more of just the correction. You know, just focusing on. Yeah, I think it's, it's not you know, spending, to, saving, you know, you know, to make to make it, you know, for for all your listeners, you know, if you're a salon owner and you want to, you know, work with your staff, definitely write these things down. And obviously, if if you're, you know, a stylist behind the chair, you know, also write these things down and remember, you know, put them if you're in the any practice. Person. Write these things. Down. I mean, if it's you're true. listening to this podcast, just start <laughs> writing everything down. <laughs> but no, it will be beneficial. I think if you are a salon owner and you're listening to this, it, I think by hearing how like, how an area should handle things, now you can go back and be like, you know, you can. Right. Give so advice. I mean, imagine if you know if you're a salon owner and you have an area coming and asking for an advance. Yeah. You know, the question is, is well. Well, what are you going to do with no? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Don't spend it all on one thing. No, I'm not saying no, you, you have to look at this. You have to understand, you know, is is, it, is the Aries employee managing their money wisely? Mm-hmm. Are they spending things frivolously? Are they being involved? Are they being reactive? A, it's not if you go to a bank. Right. And you're asking for money. It's I, I feel sometimes, too, I'll see employees um, that aren't good with managing their money start to panic about money, and then somewhere there is this entitlement that comes along, and then they start demanding more money when... A, they have not done anything to earn it. B, um, they're not managing their own finances. And yeah, and as an owner, unfortunately, you have to look at those things. You yeah. can't just be. And we talked it about affect your bottom line. Yeah, we talked about it earlier. I, I I think every salon owner should have some sort of financial planner come in every like quarter mm-hmm. just to talk to everybody and just be like, you know, money saving tips or management yeah. tips. So. And I mean, what's interesting about astrology is that kind of each sign makes up for the excesses of the ones that preceded it. Yeah. Right? So, so like that financial planner, like Taurus, yeah. would be perfect yeah. for that, right? Taurus, you know, Tauruses are deliberate and they are thoughtful with money. They're actually the sign of personal assets 
self-worth and they're super bougie. super talented bougie right <laughs> they're <laughs> they're also very good with valuing things they know how much things are worth they they have a really good conceptualization of what money is um in its sort of most practical sense uh they have a really deep-seated need to feel financially stable um with both in terms of making money as well as um, the accruement of possessions and property. Um, so, you know, tourists know exactly how to invest their money. Um, they know how much things are worth. Uh, so, you know, a financial planner could very well be a tourist yeah. uh, because, you know, it's ruled by Venus, mm-hmm. the planet of money. Um, tourists are very good investors, both uh, in commercial and residential real estate, as well as land. So, you know, they just really know where to put their money, how much to spend, how much things are worth. And they're very frugal, they're practical, but they could be fearful of change. Uh, and, you know, it's if, if we're looking at the sort of Jupiter transit in Scorpio, the people who are maybe most fearful of going outside of something of their comfort zone or the tourists. Yeah. Because tourist people like the, the familiarity. They like the regularity. They like the routine. They like to know that they know what, what's next. And so these, these folks could really benefit from what we were talking about earlier, just really pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and allowing yourself to take advantage of opportunities mm-hmm. Uh, so Tauruses are, should maybe take a risk. Tauruses should totally take Where a risk. Where Aries are, Aries have should no fear. <laughs> Aries, Aries should be more um, careful. Mm-hmm. And Taurus might be too careful. Got it. Right? So yeah. Aries needs to rein it in. Taurus needs to let it go a mm-hmm. little bit. Okay? Uh, and, you know, also Taurus might derive too much self-worth from personal belongings. And uh, so they need to develop... Uh, a greater sense of self-worth that's not connected to how much money's in the bank, um, uh, what, you know, beautiful furniture they have in their house, what kind of car they're driving. Um, uh, and so, you know, from a, from a spiritual perspective, um, you know, it's good for Taurus to work to let go of deriving self-worth from the money that they make. Because what happens if, let's say... God forbid, it all goes away. Yeah. You know, what's the Taurus left with? Yeah. So it's really working Especially on... Especially the internal strength to yeah. hold themselves up after that. So. And the more a Taurus works on themselves internally to really understand their inner self-worth and value, the less money is going to control them and the less fearful they're going to be of change. Yeah. Because they know that, that their own genuine self-worth isn't rooted in the things that are their possessions or their money or their bank account. Yeah. Right? Okay. What about the Gemini? So Gemini. Oh. Gemini. Gemini's, you know, I, we talked about... Gemini's get a bad rap. Well, <laughs> we actually, well, remember we talked about on the last podcast that they're the best salespeople? Yeah. yeah. Remember, yeah. Right? remember that? They, they, they attract money really easily and fast because mm-hmm. they're super good at persuading. Yeah. They have the gift of gab. They just, they're really, really good at sales. They know how to say the right words. The gift of gab. Oh, I yeah. love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it, you know, they're the twins, so they might see an ebb and flow, mm-hmm. a seesawing. You know, they might have uh, periods where money is coming in and then periods where, you know, super, it's like monsoon season and then we're in a desert. Yeah. Right? So it's important for them also to understand the idea of putting money away, right? Understanding that these cycles, you know, they experience the cycles probably more rapidly mm-hmm. um, because they they like change. They need change. They need renewal. And so sometimes they could get bored with whatever it is they're doing and yeah. they want to swing to something new. Do or they switch different. careers a lot? They do. Yeah. You know, you find them switching jobs a lot. You find them like, so like with, with your, with your listeners, you know, they, they might bounce from salon to salon yeah. or, you know, um, they might, uh, you know, have a, another side gig where they're doing something else. Yeah. Um, usually you'll see Geminis have multiple sources of income because they don't like the idea of being tied to one thing, mm-hmm. um, which is very good in the sense that it makes them flexible. Mm-hmm. But it's also challenging because it makes them hard to manifest things. It makes yeah. it hard for them to manifest. Because, like, starting without 
following through. Yeah, it's the lack of follow through. Exactly. Um, so, you know, like we said, they need to learn to save um, so that, you know, when, when the periods of influx come in, they have enough to get them through the period of scarcity. Um, they have really good ideas to make money. Um, the ideas just sort of flow through them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to them, the, the way to make money is never difficult. Um, it's just really committing and following through. Um, and having a more balanced uh, flow of money yeah. into their lives. And, you know, they're also really good at networking and meeting people. So, you know, they're really, you know, they're really great at finding new opportunities through the networking that they do. So what do they need to be aware of? So, you know, the Geminis, the Geminis need to be careful with, they need, they need to work on two things. They need to work on... During those times of influx, saving so that the times of scarcity aren't so difficult. Um, and then they need to work on long-term commitment, right? So like, like right now, you know, with this Saturn and Capricorn, they might find this challenging if they haven't done internal work mm-hmm. to really commit to something and hold to it and see it through to the end. Um, they, might, they might find this time heavy yeah. because, you know, if they're not used to it, if they haven't done that kind of work, then, you know, Saturn's kind of holding everybody's feet to the fire, mm-hmm. saying, you know, you have a responsibility that you need to hold to, and you have a commitment, yeah. or you need to commit yourself to something. So that way everybody feels kind of crazy right now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I feel great. <laughs> so what about cancer? So cancer, so cancer sees money as a means of their water sign. So they see money as a means of protection and security. Um, they're responsible with money. They don't have a problem with saving money for the future. Um, and they're not necessarily fearful of taking a calculated risk mm-hmm. with their money. Um, they like to collect things. They like to spend money on like collectibles. And there's a, there's a thing in astrology where cancers are like the hoarders of the Zodiac. Oh, they don't like funny. to give everything, they don't like to give anything away mm-hmm. because there's always some sort of emotional memory that's attached yeah. to it. Um, I so. had a, my, one of my best friends growing up, she was a cancer and I, sw- I swear to you, like every single thing is like a piece of paper. I'm like, why do you have this? Like, like let it go. Yeah. They, they like to hold on to things. Um, so, you know, they like to spend their money on those little collectibles. Um, that's you know, funny. they, they feel like they, they, they see it as a security blanket. Are you thinking of someone? No, it's just a funny Thought. thing from astrology to find yeah. out. Yeah. They see it as a security blanket for their sort of ever-changing emotional energy. Their, their, their uh, emotions change quickly. Yeah. Um, the one moment they're happy, one moment they're sad, one moment they're angry, one moment, you know what they're I mean? They're yeah, well, I don't. I wouldn't say bipolar. <laughs> like, yeah, they're ruled by the moon, right? Yeah. The moon's face is always changing, mm-hmm. so the way that they feel is always changing. Um, they uh, they're good at investing their money in uh, into their home. They're good. They like to spend their money on their home, structural improvements, upgrading cabinetry and fixtures and appliances. But they'll never leave. But they'll never leave. <laughs> Right. They get it's like stuck. a blessing and a curse. They get stuck. They get stuck there. Cancers have a, a problem with being stuck in something yeah. um, because they feel protected there, because they have that sort of security there. So with money, are they, they get stuck with money? Yeah, they can get stuck. They can get stuck. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're also really good with um, real estate, like Tauruses are, mm-hmm. because cancer rules the house and the home. Um, so specifically, like, investing in the home but in a smart way so you know if you're making you know money through your salon you know if you're looking for another way where you could bring in more money um you know doing an intelligent reinvestment of the money into your home and um, selling it yeah and then maybe selling it i know that might be hard for you cancers yeah <laughs> because but you can actually make a lot of money that way um so uh that's that's uh yeah that's so it answer. sounds like everybody's Everybody's ability to make money is tied to that thing they probably don't want to do. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's getting out of the comfort zone, yeah. right? Um, okay, Leo. Uh, Leo sees money as a means to an end. Basically, that end is luxury. <laughs> right. like, like, they like the finer things in life, um, and 
you know, that can be turned into a motivating factor for them. They're motivated to make money so that they can buy these nice things. You know, Leo is, is it's, it's the lion. There's a certain regal, royal energy to, to Leo. Um, they, they like to spend money. Sometimes they can overspend on those things uh, because they want to be maybe seen with them. Um, so it's good for Leos to be aware of that. And really, rather than spending their money on on like those things that are going to make them feel good from the outside, mm-hmm. they need to learn to reinvest, similar to Taurus in a little bit, um, a little bit. They need to really reinvest that in themselves. Um, they're great with leadership positions. Um, and instead of uh, uh, giving in to their comfort zone, because sometimes Leos can get into a comfort zone, they need to take on more leadership positions. So the more leadership positions they take on, the more money they can actually make. That's great. Yeah, they're incredible leaders, and they need to learn to tell themselves no when they pick up the tab for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a similar thing to Aries. Fire signs kind of have this this penchant where they like to spend money on other people um, because they want to either be acknowledged or they want to be told how nice they are or, wow, how generous Mm -hmm. you are. Um, So, you know, there's no need to spend your money to impress other people. Yeah. Right? Um, Especially if you don't have it, right? Um, I've, I've known a lot of Leos who've racked up a lot of credit card debt because they've just gone out and they've been treating everybody and they're spending money on their friends because they're drawing a lot of this uh, self-worth. Mm-hmm. You know, money is directly connected to self-worth. You know, as much as you value yourself, I think you said that earlier, right? As much as you value yourself is as much money you're going to make. Um, so Leos will, will connect their self-worth to what people say to them, the yeah. feedback that they give them. And so they'll start spending money to get that feedback, Right. Um, it's a poor investment to do that. They need to learn to save. I think, I think everybody at this point, um, you know, saving is probably the, the biggest, uh, theme yeah. of where we are right <laughs> everybody now. Everybody save. Right? So saving, but not, not being cheap, mm-hmm. right? Not being afraid to spend money on yourselves or to reinvest money in the right way. But, um, for Leo, you know, Spending their money in a way that isn't about getting uh, approval or about getting a pat on the back and more about, you know, reinvesting into themselves, reinvesting into their business, reinvesting into their education, right? I love Leos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> creativity is really their ice in the hole. Um, the more that they focus their creativity, the more that they focus it. Uh, so Leo should have more creative jobs as well. They, yeah, they need they need something that feeds that creative essence within them. They have to have that. Yeah, uh, and also they need to you know if they can combine that with some sort of leadership role, I mean they can draw tremendous amounts of money, mm-hmm. right? And if they, you know for for Leos if they start to see themselves as a, a channel where <laughs> they can help other people make money as well, um, they have a huge capacity to to bring sustenance into the lives of other people. Beautiful. What Virgo. about the Virgo, the yeah. Virgin? So Virgos, you know, Virgos are the accountants, right? Mm-hmm. They're, the, they're, the, they're the... I feel like so many accountants I know are earth signs. They are. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and spe- specifically Virgo because they're super detail-oriented and they are really, really good money managers. You will never, ever find a Virgo that doesn't have a solid savings account and that doesn't have it completely numbered in a spreadsheet. Probably they have five or six different spreadsheets, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, I, <laughs> you'll never see a Virgo with less than like $10,000 in their savings account. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're that sort of kind of nitpicky about it. It's amazing. It's amazing, right? Yeah. That, that they have that capacity to, to be organized and to not be afraid to save. Um, they're super thrifty, they're bargain conscious, um, and they won't spend on something if they don't deem it practically necessary. Uh, on the other side, it makes them prone to not taking risks and it can make them cheap. So they need to learn to spend a little more, Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay. You know, Virgo has kind of the opposite, you know, Virgo kind of makes up for the excesses of Leo. So if Leo likes to spend on everybody, right, Virgo's like, hang on, we're not going to spend on anybody. 
We're only going to spend the money when it's necessary. So Virgo uh, needs to learn to spend money on things that go out of their comfort zone and make themselves feel good. Go to the spa, buy yourself a nice, you know, a nice uh, article of clothing or, you know, treat yourself in some way. You know, go out to a nice dinner, right? Something, go out of that and learn to spend your money rather than stashing it away forever. You know, where money, money as an energy is, you know, we have to respect it, but we also can't hoard it. Mm-hmm. You know, when we hoard our money, it's just as bad as if we're overspending it, mm-hmm. right? Because then you start to fall into a consciousness of being cheap, and then you don't enjoy it. Yeah, you know, then you die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then you die. That's the truth. Life is hard, and then you die. <laughs> Yeah. It seems, I, I love this trend of like earth signs need to take more risk and the fire signs need to reel it in. And, you know, the air signs need to um, focus more on long term. You know, mm-hmm. like I love, I love the trend going. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and next we're going to do a, another air sign is Libra. Um, Libras actually, actually have a strong financial sense and accounting skills mm-hmm. because they're also ruled by Venus like Taurus is. Um, but they also like fine things, um, kind of like Leo does. And that love for fine things can prove to be exorbitant and can also lead to overspending. Um, They like really good food. They like to go out and have a good time. They like to be around people. They don't necessarily spend their money on other people, but they spend their money to be around other people. Mm -hmm. Um, So they need to learn to uh, guard themselves against the black hole of monthly payments and credit card debt. And, you know, they need to be careful with how they're spending their money. Libras have, Libras can have a free hand. Yeah. Uh, they sign up for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like so market to all yeah. the Libras. Yeah. I'll <laughs> sign up for our monthly market subscription. To, yeah, exactly. Um, they also need to learn to search and negotiate for bargains because a lot of times they don't like to go through the rigmarole of trying to find a better price. They mm-hmm. just, they see it, they want it, they buy it, they got it. Do they I don't... have Libra at my chair? <laughs> <laughs> you have Leo. About you. you have Leo. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> David does like the finer things in life. Right, exactly. They just need to be cautious before they spend their money because sometimes, you know, that old saying, not all that glitters is gold. Um, Libras can be fooled by a pretty face or a pretty cover. Um, into thinking that something is a good investment when really it's not. So they need to learn to do their homework when it comes to what they're buying, especially if it's a large purchase. Right. And they just need to find that balance. Your Libra is the scales, the balance between earning and spending, um, and not to live beyond their means, because that overspending can can put them in, in a lot of credit card debt or, or loan debt, and it can be problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio, Scorpio. Scorpio. We know a lot of Scorpios. Yeah, Scorpios Scorpios are, Scorpio and Taurus have a lot in common. They're, they're on the same axis. And so Scorpio is also a sign of money. Um, they, but, but while, uh, Taurus associates money with stability, reliability, um, uh, comfort, Scorpio associates it with power and freedom. Okay. So they use money. Because it makes them feel powerful, because they feel like that they have control over the situation, which make them master negotiators. They're really, really good at negotiating. Um, their innate incentive to accumulate act, uh, assets um, can sometimes be hidden. They like to hide money. They like to hide <laughs> things. They don't necessarily reveal. Um, they also have sharp investigative abilities which uh, make finding sound investments a natural talent. And they're talented with handling joint investments or other people's portfolios, other people's money. And um, they have shrewd business skills. They're very good at growing businesses. They know how to invest money, where to put it, how to help other people grow their business. But they need to learn to rely less on fear as a motivating factor for making money because it limits their capacity to draw more. You know, when you're motivated by fear, you uh, aren't looking at the bigger picture. You're looking at, you know, if I spend this money, you know, uh, is it going to go wrong? Am I going to lose something? Right? So Scorpios have a lot of fear of, you know, once they make the money, they fear losing it. So they need to learn to overcome the fear 
of, of loss. loss. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is that a water sign thing in general? It is a water like sign. Like letting go. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally a water or sign. Or having thing. like having certainty that it does come back. Yeah, exactly. Not panic when it Exactly. Uh, Sagittarius. So Sag is Sag is an interesting sign because it's the sign of luck, uh, and it helps them get super lucky in money making matters. Uh, but as quickly as money come, money can go. Um, you know, they're they're the polar opposite of Gemini, so they have a similar Ugh. thing where you know money comes in and then money goes out. So they they could <laughs> they could learn to really with. Sag. I feel like with Sag, money goes out. <laughs> <laughs> but they're lucky. So money they're very does come lucky. in. Super lucky. But they have like a, like a dirty taste in their mouth when it comes to money. They see money. I mean, they truly connect to money as the root of all evil. When really money is not the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Money is a neutral energy. Um, and so they need to learn the spiritual concepts behind money and get rid of the sort of dirty feeling that they have around making money, spending money, negotiating around money. Uh, and they receive a lot of opportunities to make money through traveling, through training, teaching, or even publishing, uh, because they're great teachers. And so people love to learn from them and they could make a lot of money through, through those channels. Uh, you know, like we were talking about earlier with Jupiter going into Sagittarius, they could become overconfident in their money-making abilities which makes saving difficult for them. So they also need to work on saving. And, you know, what would be good for them is if they found, like, sort of like an autosave. You know, banks now have those, like, that, like, autosave feature. So they don't see it. They don't yeah. deal with yeah. it. I exactly. use that FYI out there, and I don't even notice that it's going into a savings account. I do, too. And, like, I looked the other day. It was, like, in a whole separate account. I like, over $1,000. So I was like, when did that happen? I didn't even notice. You know? I love it's watching great. it. I like knowing Of course you do. And I love it. I'd rather not know. Yeah. Because then really I know it's there, show. and I can touch it. Right. Totally. Totally. Capricorn. Um, Capricorn are excellent money managers. They're excellent money makers. They're often found at the top of management hierarchy because they're great at managing people. They're great at keeping things in line. Uh, They truly understand the value of hard work and what goes into making the money that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, So they they usually appreciate it. Um, They're super practical uh, and they have a talent for not wasting. Capricorns don't like to waste. Uh, and they know exactly when to forego immediate gratification for long-term success. Um, so, you know, like we're talking about Saturn currently in Capricorn, that's kind of the energy right now. You know, the energy is right now is, you know, think long-term. Capricorns are really, really talented with that, and that's almost exclusively how they think. They're super good at saving, super good at investing, um, and, but, but, you know, much with the other earth signs, they also need to learn to take more risks instead of playing it safe. Um, and to spend money for leisure, you know, uh, like we talked about uh, before, you know, if, you, if you're going to make all this money and not enjoy it, what's the point? Yeah. Right? Uh, and they can also have an emphasis on what is missing mm-hmm. rather than appreciate what they have. And... Uh, when you apply that consciousness to money, it's hard to make more money when you're only looking at where you don't have money or where you're missing something. So it's learning to um, sort of maybe fall into or to cultivate that sort of Sagittarian lucky consciousness, right? And say, money's just going to come. It's always going to be there um, as long as I do the work. But um, they need to really work towards letting go of that operating from a sense of lack or a sense of I don't have and cultivate a sense, a greater sense of abundance so that they can truly enjoy it. Uh, Aquarius, Aquarius are intellectuals. They're super, super brilliant and out of the box thinkers. So they have really cool, inventive, neat ideas on how to make money. They'll get sudden bursts of inspiration that can lead to great business or money making endeavors. Um, you see a lot of inventors who are Aquarian. It's the sign of the inventor. They're very creative. Super creative. And, And, you know, they're just always thinking beyond the limits. You know, like Capricorn is all about limit. Aquarius is like, no, I'm beyond the limit, right? I see beyond that. So they need to use that as a means to 
make them money, use it to their advantage. Um, they're very, very humanitarian, and sometimes they can give too many donations mm. to humanitarian <laughs> causes. I know that sounds, I know that sounds a little uh, counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, if you're giving all your money away to, you know, to, to causes, whales. you know, to save the whales or whatever it is, um, you know, you're not going to have any money Left. to put food on your table. <laughs> yeah. or, you know, so it's important but for the them. whales will. But the whales will, exactly. <laughs> so just pick one. Pick one that's close to your heart, right? And don't give so much that you're giving up everything. So focusing their giving. Right, exactly. Uh, be careful with experimental investments or investing in tech startups. I don't know if any of your listeners are going to do any of that. But, um, you know, it's important for Aquarius to know that they have a connection to technology. And so they could actually, they probably benefit most from using technology as a means to make money. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones, they were the first ones who were on Instagram. They were the first ones who were using social media. They immediately adopted it. And, you know, if they can really, really use and come up with smart and interesting ideas to utilize technology in order to draw more money to them. What do they need to be aware of? Just their, their giving? So, yeah, so with Aquarius, they need to be aware of where they're giving their money away. Um, and they need to learn to lean on their out-of-the-box ideas, right? They need to learn to really, instead of just So they have good ideas. They need to know they have good ideas. They have amazing ideas, right? They need to learn not to uh, worry so much about, you know, Aquarius is very much a sign of freedom. And so Aquarius sometimes can say, well, you know, I've had this great idea, but if I put too much energy into it, I might lose my freedom. Um, and so they need to not be afraid of that. They need to not be afraid of, quote unquote, losing that freedom because it's, 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 it's a reassessment of what freedom actually is. There's freedom from responsibility and there's freedom within responsibility, right? right? Free to do whatever I want or free to create whatever I want, mm-hmm. right? So they need to learn more on that. Let go of the fear of being sort of uh, trapped mm-hmm. in a commitment, whatever that financial commitment might be and really just let it go and dig dig, dig in their their heels and work towards that pisces me me. how's it going that's you i've been waiting so (laughs) pisces are incredibly intuitive in business um they have a keen eye for seeing uh, market trends and they know exactly where to invest their money but they you know pisces is is connected you know Taurus and the earth signs are all about the physical world, and Pisces really wants nothing to do with it. Um, they're way more in the spiritual. They're way more in their imagination and the creative. They also have sort of a dirty taste in their mouth around money, just like Sagittarius. They're both ruled by Jupiter. Uh, and so they also need to work to cultivate the spiritual understanding of what money is and how it's connected to their self-worth rather than, you know, I have to go out and I have to talk to people about money. I have to make money. Um, instead of, instead of finding a spiritual connection to it. Um, but that sort of nebulous attitude can make them sort of seesaw between, um, you know, they can be super strong money managers in one moment and then they can be completely negligent with their money. They completely close their mind off from it, not look at it, not worry about it, and then all of a sudden they have 300 overdraft fees, right? Yeah. So, That's imp- hilarious. Right? So it's important for... I feel like Pisces are the ones that are like, I don't do it for the money. Yeah. It's like, right. you better start doing it for the that's, money. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> they have to guard it be, you know, because they have that sort of spiritual, um, imaginative uh, uh, consciousness to themselves, they need to be careful about being taken advantage of they're big givers they like to give money um and they need to be careful that they're not giving too much of their money to their friends or their family who might you know somebody who comes to them and say hey can you help me out this month or something like that a pisces is immediately going to say yeah sure here you go i'll give it to you they need to be careful with that i always do that and i'm like why did i do that (laughs) i always find myself in bad situations afterward i'm like why is this person still here? Yeah, yeah. They could really benefit from working with a Taurus and learning strong money management techniques and working with someone who can keep them accountable. Um, 
you know, like like a coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and they need to tap into their dreams and their visions. Um, and if they can tap into that, they can draw just like Aquarius. They can draw really cool and interesting ideas of different ways to make money and that's things amazing. that people want to buy. Right? Ooh, that's tap amazing. Into that. <laughs> So I hope this was really helpful. I know that it helped me understand. I was yeah. the whole time thinking of like students. Me that we too. Have. I always like, think of my students and how I can help. So this has been really fascinating. Do you have any last minute advice in regards to money for this year? If you were to sum it up into like one sentence, what would the advice be? There's a lot of growth happening right now. Yeah. It will contract. Make sure that you are investing the money that you have now for the long term. So we're thinking long term. We're thinking long term. We even though things are short. good, even though yeah. things are good, we can't think short term. We need this is not nineteen ninety. No, this isn't the Clinton era. Think long term, and you know, I mean, I mean, you guys have, you know, I think your, um, you know, when you work with your, with your students, um, you know, I think you guys are a great resource for people because I know that when I met with, um, when I met with your other students who did a consult with me. Um, you know, when we started talking about money, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, Sid and David, yeah, that's exactly what they said to me. Yeah. You know, that I need to do this or I need to do that. Mm-hmm. So You, like, solidified it. Yeah. It's yeah. like when their friend tells someone, you know, when the parents say something, like, you don't want to listen, but then when the friend says something, they're like, oh. Right. Mom and dad were <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. So thank you for that. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> I, and I also offer um, a, an hour consult uh, regarding uh, money and career. Um, and we can look at the area of your chart that has to do with money. We can understand your uh, much deeper, you know, like we talked about last podcast, when you say you're an Aries or a Libra or Pisces, um, you're talking about your sun sign, um, and your birth chart is much, much deeper and much more detailed. Uh, and so we can actually go into the real deep, deep detail of your attitudes around money, your specific individual attitudes around money how we can flip your consciousness to become more a consciousness of abundance, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you. Um, and you can find that uh, on my website at astralabove.com. It's A-S-T-R-A-L-A-B-O-V-E, astralabove.com. And what I about know, the gram? Yeah, and, and Instagram's the same, right? Yeah, it's at astralabove. And I know that you've helped us, you've read our charts in regards to money and business, which has been really helpful and a lot of our students, so we definitely recommend it. So you are giving our listeners a special little gift. Yes. So if you are interested in getting a money and business reading with Joshua, with Joshua. uh, Also Josh. Josh is Josh, Joshua. I think of Josh Groban when I think. Uh, I know. That's what you (laughs) think. That throws me off more than anything. Um, If you're interested in getting a reading with Joshua on money and business and seeing how that looks for you and your future... Um, you can DM him, you can email him, you can go to the website and just mention that you heard this at uh, listening to Destroy the Hairdressers podcast, Bleach, and they will get what for that? 15% off. So if you guys are interested, please reach out. You can also reach out to us for more information and we'll direct you. Um, but this has been really, I love these. I do too. Thank I you wish guys. we could do them more often. I know. Maybe come more back than in once like a year. six months. Yeah, come six back. Months. First off, we're our Why friend not? and we want to see you. So get here <laughs> yes. more. Yes. So hopefully we'll see you again, and thanks for coming. Thank you, guys, and hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to reach out to us on Instagram, at Destroy the Hairdresser. And for more information on all of our DTH programs, you can visit us at DestroyTheHairdresser.com.